Welcome to the Tone Jerks Podcast. I'm your host, Brian Gower, and with me today, we've got a very special guest. It's like a guest host, right? A guest host, actually, yeah. Oh, shit. Go, well, Mr. look out, Kyle. <laughs> Mr. Johnny Ray, Johnny Two Guns in the building. Hey, y'all. <laughs> I'm here. I'm taking Kyle's place. Oh, yeah. Kyle is, uh, he's on He's on vacay he's with, the, with, the, with the fam over Well deserved. He works yeah. hard. Yeah, yeah. He so, works hard for the money. <laughs> yeah, so he's uh he's out this week, and so we decided to you know get old Johnny Ray in the in the in the mix here. So uh, Johnny, what's new? What's shaking? What's grooving? What is good in your world? I did not do Black Friday shopping. Mm. I didn't do it. I just I went today is to tell a secret. Small business Saturday, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I did do a couple little small businessy things. There you go. But uh, I didn't do the big main craziness. And I have not been out in public to a store or anything. I figured that was just going to be crazy. Yeah, it's, it's, it is a little different this year. I think a lot of people are, are leaning into like, you know, buying online and stuff like that. So going to retail, you know, shops and stuff like that. Well, yeah, you work retail. Was yeah. it, was it nuts? It was, uh, it was pretty busy, but it, a lot of it was from our online mm, people picking stuff up. Yeah, and okay, shipping and stuff like that. So, I mean, you don't have to like get bore everybody, but it's like a lot of retailers, like you know, my store that I work at, has like shifted to shipping a lot of stuff. So, mm. like from the store, mm-hmm. so oh, almost okay. like little warehouse hubs throughout the U.S. Depending on how big your store is or whatever, mm. which makes sense, they can kind of gauge of like oh shipping from san diego might be cheaper than having somebody in northern california where we have a smaller staff shipping the stuff it'd be cheaper and easier for them to ship to like new york or whatever which you might think hmm. of like mm, that the cost of, of shipping is like a fraction from like the anyways yeah boring. labor costs <laughs> yeah, all yeah, of yeah. that etc yeah people are get businesses are getting smarter so we're busy in that aspect it. so that, a lot of people works. are buying online Shipping and which yeah. makes sense because that's a lot of my shopping is done online. <laughs> yeah, you mine know? too at this point. Unless I'm buying like a burrito or something, like I don't get that in person. Yeah, right. <laughs> Although right. you could do it with Chipotle on your your phone. Can you? Yeah, it's like a dollar or like automatic two dollar tip, but it's like three dollars for delivery. So so it's five dollars or it's three dollars. It's a uh, you know one dollar for delivery plus oh, automatic okay. two dollar tip, or you can tip more. I guess. So. It's like $3 delivery, depending on where you are. And a burrito is like nine bucks? Yeah. So it's not it's not okay. cheap, but so it's also like if you don't- ten, And then, you know, just because I'd probably give them five bucks tip. If you, so it'd be 15 bucks for a burrito yeah, delivered, delivered to my yeah, door. Yeah. If you don't want to like put on pants or whatever. How like, long does it take? 40 minutes? I've done it and it's taken like 20. Oh, shit. So anyway. A lot of, that might, a lot that's of, the move. A lot of online options, but yeah. So you didn't do the Black Friday? I didn't do Black Friday. I didn't participate. How was In that? In fact, uh, I think I went I went to Balboa Park and walked around for a couple hours around dusk. That's about all I did. Yeah. Take Tried it. to catch up on The Mandalorian today. I had three episodes that I hadn't watched. You had to get some uh, crushing in. Yeah, I had to get down on that. I, I, I think over the last week, I finally started watching TV. You know, everybody watched like 25 thousand seasons of every show they've ever loved during this whole pandemic yeah i watched zero the yeah. whole time if you if you watch something what are you watching you uh i most recently watched no man's land yeah on hulu uh i i enjoyed that a lot uh let's see 
Mandalorian, catching up on that. I still have half an episode when mm-hmm. I get home tonight. And uh, shit, I can't remember beyond that. But there was like three or four. Oh, Umbrella Academy season two. Yeah. Okay. I caught up on, on that. But yeah, I really didn't go crazy like I've, like a lot of people did on the TV and the movies. Well, so uh, September, October, September 13th, September 4th. I don't know, Labor Day weekend, I think. Yeah. Uh, the movie theaters opened back up. Yeah. Here in San Diego. So I was going to three movies a week at minimum. Yeah. Until they closed back down November uh, 13th. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, yeah, that's probably why I wasn't watching a ton of TV. I was at a movie theater in the back row on the far left or right, <laughs> you know, with my mask on, trying to be away from everybody, just zoning out on a giant movie theater screen yeah I mean, it, it is still an experience it's still fun yeah. to watch a movie yeah now that they took that away from me again so that's why i started watching tv you fucking <laughs> bastards god damn it yeah purple tear <laughs> but besides uh the tv what uh what else is new in your world just still working on uh building up the truck to be the ultimate camping machine yeah have you uh taken that out no it's just like I've been working too. Yeah, uh, yeah. I mean, yeah. You're not, you know, no rest for the wicked here. Yeah, uh, I got a couple more parts today installed, so I, I think uh, before the weekend's up, I'll probably have like a truck bed tent. Oh shit! I, I don't need that because I have tents, but uh, I'll have a bed tent and I'll have a um, a bed a bed mattress, mm-hmm. a blow up one, and uh, that'll be. Uh, oh, I did buy. A backseat blow-up mattress. Yeah. So, uh, I mean, it's a Tacoma, so the backseat's a little bit smaller but, than normal trucks, but uh, it's fine. I'm also 6'2", so regardless, mm-hmm. I'm going to be cramped, <laughs> so I don't really care. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, so so I can. That's in the truck. I can just go start driving, and if I decide I'm tired, just run that thing real quick, blow it up, and take a nap. Which, or, uh, you know, that, had, that tends to happen to me every once in a while these so days. What we got to do is we got to fucking... Go camping. We got yeah. Kyle, you and I. We just fucking get the boys. Yeah, just go and get go camping. <laughs> Grill some food. Yeah, nothing. You nothing know? wrong with just like hang out. you know, get some brews, get some food, and just mm-hmm. like camping, just mm-hmm. like under the moonlight, romantic with that's the right. boys. Yeah, that's no, right. What, that? <laughs> <laughs> what the hell's the matter with that? Oh, <laughs> we'll share a tent. Yeah, we will pop a tent. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Yeah. Nothing wrong with just, you know, getting together with your boys. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, man, that's dumb. Yeah, so that, yeah, that's, I mean, that's what's new with me. What's new with you? Uh, let's see. This past, uh, well, okay. In the last episode, I talked about it. I'm like, oh, I kind of like, you know, tweaked my back uh, at the Ouch. show that I did with Justin Case. And oh, man. Oh, you it, talked me out of going to that too. It, uh, it was actually pretty fun. Oh, it, was, it was pretty cool. Uh, but it wasn't cool for me because I like I think I did something. It was like super cold. I'm rehashing the thing. Super cold, and I jumped up, and I when I landed, like I was kind of jumping around. It was super cold out, and I was like not stretched enough, and like mm. the base maybe me jumping down, like it just. Oh no! When you I didn't that. listen to the last episode, yeah. so this is all new. It's to all me. new. It's all new. It's a repeat. People are like you said this. Is yeah, God, God. <laughs> It's, hey, it's for my benefit so that I can help catch it, co-host catch it, catch it, catch it, catch it. Yeah, catch people. it. So I'm like, it 
was like getting a little bit better and then man it just came back with a vengeance it oh, just man, fucked die hard me, with a vengeance fucked me up dude i couldn't like it was really hard to i was like 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 a sea walking around oh, like no. oh my god and i was like you were sea walking yeah sea <laughs> walking <laughs> and i was like oh man i was like i was like curled over and i was like trying to everything i could ice heat massage like mm. i was i was doing like one of those like little massager like like pummel things i'm like mm-hmm. trying to crack my back i was trying to go to the chiropractor everything and it was oh, like dude. it was basically just time just to let it go and i was doing stretches and so i didn't do a whole lot i wanted to record like videos and all this like stuff and i'm like Damn. It's hard. It's hard to do anything when the nerve center of your being is fucked. Yeah, and then you people know, are like, saying, it's actually not your back; it's your hip flexor. I'm, yeah, I'm okay. like I'm watching videos on it's YouTube. It's your psoas muscle. I'm, yeah, on right, YouTube, fine. I'm like scoot over. I'm like, tell me how to relieve this. I'm like, okay, do this stretch. And so it's like a stretch of like hip, like moving your leg. All of a sudden, you're like in pigeon pose. Yeah, and like doing your leg and pose, posing it out and trying to stretch it. And I'm like, yeah, okay, that's what I needed. That did help stretches and stuff like that. It's really just like a relaxing the muscle because it's just spasmed but oh man it fucked me up all week which i was like a lot yeah. of the time this week i spent uh watching anime so nice. kind of the your whole point <laughs> i was like um and th- that's the bit that i'm like, it was like you're an anime you watch anime all the time i don't i like anime but i don't watch it all mm. the time i don't have a lot of time to watch it but i was like every spare minute that i had i was laying down to try and like ice and heat my back and Man, watching SAO season three. The whole it's all, season? It's a, it's a 48 episode season. 48 episodes? How long are they? They're like 20 minutes or less. With oh, commercial, it's, it's that's like probably, still really long. Yeah, man, I didn't watch all of it. I watched, I got halfway through it. So I, it's like a two core season. It is so sick, man. I love that show. I'm like, it is like people talk about how shitty it is. This is like, oh, I'm going to get past it quick, <laughs> folks. But. Man, it's so sick. I'm like, man, I'm a hype, son. <laughs> I'm just watching it. I'm like, this is sick. Because I was watching Sopranos. And like, Sopranos are like mini movies. You watch yeah. them, like those episodes can be like 50 minutes long. Whereas these are like the SAO, Sword Art Online. Did I say that? Uh, Sword Art Online. Um, they're on, I think, Netflix. But it's also on Funimation and stuff like that. Mm, okay. And so... I won't check them out, but... It's you fine. Know. It's, they're, they're dubs or English uh, you know, actors hey, and actresses but, oh, and stuff like that. I do have your... I still have your DVD. The, For your name. Your name? Yeah. Uh, okay. I'll watch that now that I'm watching <laughs> TV at home. Yeah. And then next time I see you, I will return Yeah, watch it. it. Uh, it's a great movie. I love it. Yeah. Anyway, so those are like... With like commercials and stuff like that that you cut out, you're probably watching about maybe 20 minutes, 22 minutes of like show. Yeah, but 48 episodes. That's still a lot well, of time. Well, I got through 24 in about a, in, a, in a week. <laughs> <laughs> Man, it was great. I loved it. That was so much fun. So, but other That's than like that- like eight hours of TV right there. Probably. Wow. Other Other than that, um, I did actually do some music stuff, mm. which uh, was really tough. <laughs> tough to record uh or did record uh bass for just in case so i talked about earlier how oh, <laughs> and kicking you playing footsie here yeah uh, I, I talked earlier about how i you know recorded drums with uh brian over at uh brian's garage there and at um, bg studios yeah <laughs> and uh yeah uh, brian's garage and came out re- 
pretty good. It was uh, except for my you know computer kind of like futzing around. It was good. And then um, got those tracks, took them back here. I added bass to them, and I used my Axe Eight for my bass tone. And then I recorded a DI, and then got those down. Kind of like it was kind of trying to match certain things. So it was like I don't know. It's like when you're recording, it's different than playing because there were certain parts that I missed. I'm like, oh, you know, you're jamming them out. I'm like, oh, he's doing these certain passing tones on guitar for rhythm. That I'm like. I should be hitting those. Hmm. <laughs> yeah, you definitely find some gaps that you can fill in when you're yeah, recording. Or the, yeah, or the, the passing tones that he actually hits. Right, like, right. I never heard of that in practice. Right. <laughs> and even like for just in case, we're practicing with headphones and like in-ear monitors and stuff like that because we're all going DI. I'm like we're hearing more than we would just at a rehearsal space and I still miss these things. So I had to like learn the parts again and over <laughs> and I'm like, okay, but it was fun. It was great. I'm like, I actually got some good tracks. And for me, I really like recording as long of parts as I can. If I can get like maybe next to no punch-ins, that's the goal. Yeah. Oh yeah. It, With te- technology, pro tools, you could like, always punch in. Yeah. There's nothing like nailing the whole track in one run. Yeah. Oh man, that feels so good. Yeah. That's like that's boner city right there. Yeah. <laughs> And um, I, I didn't get that close, but it <laughs> it was, you know, I had a couple punch-ins. I, I would take a couple punch-ins over just, like, look like the waveform. You ran it through a sh- paper shredder. Oh, right. I, no, yeah. I'm not going to do that. Like, I'll I'll play it again or do a different day. So, anyways, I got my uh, bass parts done. And then um, Adam, from Just In Case, came over and to, you know, uh, Jerk Central Studios over here. <laughs> This is Jerk jerk Station, Jerk Lounge West, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. And uh, we recorded the guitar parts, and he was kind of like, okay, I'll I'll totally follow your lead here. I'm just going to bring my guitars, cables, and like we're going to use whatever amps you want to record. I'll I'll do it. I'm like, I'm going to use my fractal the whole time. Yeah. He's like, okay, let's figure it out. And he dialed in super easily, like his own sounds. Nice. It's like, he was, you know, Here's a dual rectifier sound. Yeah, because he has a Mesa head, mm. and what does he use for a cab? He's got a Mesa 2x12 cab, but he actually has a carbon head. Oh, well, I was mm. totally opposite. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's a it's a good head. Yeah. But it's also like- There are it's some great carbon heads. It's 150 watts, so it's like, man, you- That's loud. You don't need that much. No. And so, especially for recording, I'm like, no, nah, no, nah, we're not going to yeah. like it, but whatever. And then, um, yeah, we dialed in a JC made hundred sound, a Mesa sound. He's like, that's it. Those are the two. And then we used his guitars and I'm like, it was great. Cause I'm like, it sounded awesome. He's like, I'm like, I saved your DI in case you want to like reamp with like real amps. Or it's like, no, that sick. fucking sick. He's like, the fuck am I going to reamp for? It sounds great. (laughs) So just for like being just a home, like how far home studio recordings can go. Oh, these days it's incredible. It does have the stigma of being like, <laughs> you didn't go to a studio. But the thing is, you go to a studio and a lot of the people are using the same stuff that you can use. Like, I right. know a lot of bands go to like um, some studios and they're recording at a studio, but they're using a laptop with, you know, a small, like mm-hmm. two input interface. I'm like, mm-hmm. he's renting the space <laughs> and he's using this gear. I'm like, the same shit you could do at home. 
but yeah, yeah. They, I mean, at that point, you just need you want to know that what you're paying for is that dude is a badass of an engineer. Yeah, and he just he's he because of what he or she can do, you know, you're gonna sound that much better. Yeah, and that's what you pay for. Hopefully, hopefully. Yeah. yeah. Otherwise, yeah, just do it at home. Yeah, and I mean, what I used was uh, for my bass parts, I used my jazz bass. So nice, I was pretty, pretty stoked on the sound of that. I sent you the tracks, the just yeah. the demo blast tracks. No, they sounded great. I mean, especially so they're pre-mix, they're pre-master. Obviously, if they're pre-mix, mm-hmm. and they sounded, they sounded tight. Mm-hmm. Uh, the drums uh, needed to be mixed a little more, but for a non-multi-million dollar studio. You know, recording at home, it sounded really, really good. Yeah, I'm super stoked on it. And just the drums being recorded at Brian's garage. Yeah. <laughs> no, like, what? Yeah. I know he was, like, really apprehensive about it. Like, oh, I don't know. I don't want it to sound like a garage. I don't want I want to try and, like, see if we can put, like, more blankets and more sound and stuff like that to dampen it up. Like, dude, I, I kind of want it live. And, like, let's just put it up mm-hmm. and, like, I'm gonna put a mic up against, like, your like you know cardboard boxes you have in the corner here, or like you know you have your skateboards and stuff like that. Was it? it it'll pick up the reflections. It it'll be yeah. live, and then it didn't sound. Uh, so that's the thing is it didn't sound like it was in a garage per se. Mm-hmm. It just you know you sent it pre fully mixed, yeah. and that's what it sounds like pre mixed at it from anywhere. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah, it it's really good. And it's I'm surprising. Like, I'm super stoked on it, and it was fun to record. Um, the drums and even to come here and be like the engineer or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, Wear a new hat. Yeah, it was fun and to be like, okay, Adam, yeah, it's like he's recording. I'm like, yeah, it was good. I think we can do another one. Click. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. Let's try this again. Uh-huh. And then oh, he, that was a great one. Let's try it one more time. Yeah. And oh, then, you're on a roll, buddy. Let's just do one more. <laughs> exactly. Oh, man, that was a great one. I think we got... You know what? Let's just try one more. I th- I think we're almost there. And it was like cool because I uh, I mean Brian came over too and he was like uh, taking photos and stuff like that. And it, like he was like, oh man, this is cool because I can make it look like a studio because the way he's shooting and like the directions and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, ang- directions, the angles he was doing there, and yeah. like it was fun to like sh- him showing me the differences of lenses. It's yeah, because like taking... he's super photo nerd, right? Yeah, he's like yeah. He's, does photography and he does some video stuff too. Damn. <laughs> yeah, he's good. RZ photography. I think we do a lot of like. Yeah. Post a lot of his pictures on our uh, Instagram, but yeah, I'm like, damn. So he's teaching me about like the aperture and, and stuff like yeah. that. I'm like, mm-hmm. oh shit, that does make a difference. He's like, oh yeah, this lens here. Let me show you. And he was like showing me the like the difference. Of like just in the same room here of like I'm like I didn't even set up lights I'm like just the same lights that are lighting the room at the moment I'm like he's like oh I can make the difference of just like angles and stuff like that and I'm like yeah so he's good at what he does so yeah it's, like, it's an art form it's and a cool he's dedicated mm-hmm. he was like oh man I got some photos of you at your computer it makes you look like you're a producer I'm like man that's cool I'm like nice. use it. he's like you could use it for your <laughs> like profile picture on it in Facebook nice <laughs> some, know, Instagram some or Brian Rick Rubin Gower. Yeah, I'm like, oh, I'm a producer, man. <laughs> <laughs> it just has all my anime figures on my monitors, so how... You know <laughs> like, what, there, there is an art form to producing, so, mm-hmm. you know, I mean, it, it, and and you don't really realize it until you step into those shoes yeah. where, you're, where you are producing, where you're, 
you know, trying to pull sounds out of things and you're hearing things that other people aren't hearing that you're like, okay, let's try and pull that out. There's a whole art form to that. And producers, you know, a good producer is worth their weight in gold. Yeah. But, you know, they're also a dime a dozen. There's also, I mean, they're, yeah, like, it was it was cool to kind of work with. So once we got the, like, rhythm tracks down and <sighs> take a breath, and mm-hmm. then it's like, let's work on leads. And that's the part where it's like, he's like, I haven't thought about any. You know, it's like, we so we got to just fuck around. And that was where it was cool. Just like, I'm a guitar player. So we I got to just grab my guitar and kind of like riff things out with them. And then he was like, yeah. oh, that's cool. It's whatever. Da, da, da. And it was like, basically just like, yeah, whatever sticks to the wall there, just throwing spaghetti noodles yeah. at the wall. And it's like, that sticks. Yep. Let's, let's do it. And it's like, yep. try to you know record, record again. And we listened, like all three of us listening to parts of like what we liked the most of him playing. And it was a different way of writing, you know, that I've never done before. Really? Yeah. I've never, okay. I've always written uh, guitar parts, uh, when I did have a producer work with us, like we, he would kind of be in charge of like, that take was cool. That was good. Da, da, da. I had this idea. Well, da, da, da. We, we, it was him more in charge of like listening to parts. Like you would like pinpoint on this part. Let's try that. Let's try and fit a part for this. Mm. Okay. And then, um, since I'm recording now myself, I keep playing and playing and playing until I can figure out something that I like. Yeah. And then I I've never bounced it off anybody. I don't bounce any any lead parts off anybody. Yeah, when you're doing playing stuff. Yeah, because I there's nobody here. Yeah, there's nobody. I, I like nobody is recording anything. And then when I do vocals, I'm the only one recording my vocals. Mm. And then I just keep doing it until I am satisfied with the melody that I've been singing, and I have it good enough, and that's that's it. And then Kyle does all the background vocals on top of it. So it's different. Yeah, it's, so even it is though, nice to have another. So it's nice to have another trusted set of ears and opinion uh, around to help with that. Mm-hmm. I mean, just some dork, you know, you don't that doesn't know what they're talking about. You don't really want them in the room. Yeah, but somebody who you trust and you know you trust their opinion. You like what they do. Uh, you know, admire the music that they've put out. Yeah. beforehand. It's nice to have somebody like that in the room to be uh, the sounding board or the somebody to bounce off of. Yeah. I don't think I've ever... I have done things on my own, completely on my own. Yeah. With nobody's input, and I've put them out into the world, but those are the only ones where I won't tell people where to find them. <laughs> <laughs> it's a little more rare. Yeah, you it's, a, it, it is, it, it's nice to have another person to just kind of help with the the flow of things. Yeah. And I, I haven't done by myself in probably 15 years though. Yeah, I would um Yeah, I guess that kind of goes into the topic that I wanted to talk about. So, uh Yeah, that's why I'm yeah, guest co-host. Yeah, there, I'm there, good there we at go. This. We're we're moving <laughs> on, baby. <laughs> so, this is a little bit more of a broad subject. It's uh, you know, when recording bass and d- bass parts and stuff like that for different bands, uh, artists, your own, you know, you know, projects and stuff like that, and even like vocals and stuff like that, and you have like produced like you know other, you know, projects and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. It's like, do you, I don't know. It's, 
do you have like a certain type of style going into it? Like, do you have like, uh, say for bass specifically, do you have like a certain like way that you record is like recording to a song? Do you want to know it before you go into it? Do you want to know it like in and out, like frontwards, backwards, like the back of your hand, something like that? Right, or? right. I guess it depends on the project. I've done, I've done everything under the sun where I've had somebody send me stuff and they say, hey, write to this and then send it back and see if we like it. And I go, okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's one of my least favorite ways to do it. Uh, I've had people send me the stuff and get and say, hey, prepare something. And then you come into the studio and sh- and play that. Yeah. And record that. I, that, I like that. Um, doesn't mean I'm actually going to necessarily prepare something. Because my preferred way of doing it is sort of off the cuff. Be, uh, only because I've found there's some sort of magic that can't be captured. Yeah. You know, there's like, it's like, cha- what's that? I, I was about to say chasing the dragon. That's a term that heroin addicts use. <laughs> yeah. Anyway. It's a lightning in a bottle kind of thing. Lightning in a bottle yeah. kind of thing. Whereas, you know, you get into a room and you do this thing, and there's n- absolutely zero way that you would ever be able to come up with that anytime other than right there and then. And I mean, once you've recorded it, then you can kind of try and reproduce it. But yeah, for the most part, I really do like to just be off the cuff. I like to listen to stuff beforehand so that I know what I'm getting into, mm-hmm. mostly so that I know what gear to bring. Uh, and then and then go for it right there and then. Maybe I'll prepare something and have kind of a, a, a rough map yeah. of what I'm going to do. But then even with my own stuff that I've done in the past, I have had solid uh, bones to a song, mm-hmm. and then when I go to record myself over top of myself, I kind of wing it. Mm-hmm. And so then, you know, it kind of keeps me on my toes. What do I? What am I going to do? I I like that lightning in a bottle. I like that conduit kind of vibe where, yeah, you know, there's it's like the it's like the Beatles or Led Zeppelin or you know like there's no way that those that those songs and those sounds would ever come out of any different combination at any different time than those dudes at that time. Yeah, it just wouldn't happen. So, do you like to play with? Uh, live musicians like a live take of something. Yeah, that's over. That's, that's cool, but not not necessary. There's no not a huge difference. To me, I like the idea of like in like isolated instrument because yeah. I mean, to me, I like uh, how like bullseye like magnifying glass on you like uh, that it can be but that can be also like that can turn people off for sure oh that can be really harsh and brutal it did for me went back like when i was early days of recording but now i Mm -hmm. really hone into that yeah yeah but then now we're getting into like a skill level and a Mm -hmm. you know like a proclivity towards doing a style Mm -hmm. or i i i do like the handful of people in a room let's just throw this at the wall and see what sticks kind of thing because you know there is a there's a give and take there's sort of a ebb and flow of who's doing what when that fill Mm -hmm. this guy fills in this gap this girl fills in that gap and it kind of 
it, it becomes sort of a unit. Like an ebb and flow kind of thing. It's yeah. like, what can we do? Where, where can we yeah, go? Yeah, when you're recording live together, it all, it fills in itself. Yeah. Right? It's like, I don't want to eat mayonnaise separate from my sandwich. I want the mayonnaise on the sandwich. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Oh, damn. <laughs> I don't want to take a big spoonful of mayonnaise. That's gross. <laughs> yeah. But I, I like mayonnaise on a sandwich. I get it on a burger or something. Hell yeah. It's, yeah. It's, it's going right. to... Gonna... But you take it all together and you yeah. take one big bite together and all of a sudden some sort of magic happens that wouldn't have happened if you took a bite of meat, a bite of bread, a bite of lettuce, and a bite of mayonnaise. That's weird, <laughs> if you're, right? If you're insane, yeah. That's right, how you, like, right. oh, no, you're, you're like, was it the uh, the guy, the Kobayashi, who eats the, ate all like the fucking 50 hot dogs or whatever? Oh, man. Dipping it in water, eating the bun, eating <laughs> the hot dogs. and the <laughs> Yeah, he's the, the eating champion. But they're more efficient that way, though. <laughs> it's probably not as good as the Nathan yeah. full, full deal. Right. I'll, I'll take the Nathans with a little uh, sauerkraut yeah, and all the fixins and a little all, relish yeah. on that baby. Right, right. <laughs> so I think I would lean towards that, mm-hmm. but now I also am totally cool with doing part by part by mm-hmm. part because sometimes when you do it that way, you find some stuff that you wouldn't have found when you all were together because when you're all together you're working off of each other and you create this kind of bubble that you're all in Mm -hmm. when you pop that bubble and you do it part by part now maybe there's a little more freedom to find some random wacky thing like fine tuning and stuff like that yeah like on there was a single that Camus and i released uh maybe six eight months ago where we were we had recorded most of the main parts and then I was like, yo, dude, I hear a, I hear that orchestral drum. What's that orchestral drum? The timpani. Timpani. Yeah. I was like, I hear a timpani and I hear bells. Let's find that, that in there. And so we just added timpani and we added bells. We couldn't have done that live. Yeah. You know, they were MIDI patched in or whatever. They were off of a MIDI controller. But, you know, they totally worked in the song. And we couldn't have done that if we were doing that live together. So... Yeah, I mean, there's even criticisms, like, as the whole band that you're not going to catch if you do it, like, individually. Mm-hmm. Like, with, like, I'm like, oh, I, I never knew Adam hit an open E here before he we dropped to, like, or we went to the higher uh, note or whatever. I'm like, oh. But yeah. I heard it in the scratch track he sent. I'm like, oh. And I was texting him, I'm like, do you really want, like, do you play the open E? He's like, yeah, I always do. I'm like, Mm-hmm. Yeah, you never told me to play that. <laughs> we jammed it like at least like eight times and he never told me like that's what I should be playing. He's like, yeah, you don't have to if you don't want to. I'm like, yes, of course I want to play it because like <laughs> yeah. that's where the the, yeah. the song goes. So I added that and I'm like, oh, that sounds great. And so we were able to catch it on. He's like, oh yeah, you guys both like caught it on the one. Or no, you caught it on the and. He's like, I, I guess I meant to like play, play it on the one. I'm like, we both recorded on the and because that's what you sent us. <laughs> and he's like, no, well, it's fine. We got it. <laughs> and then, so yeah. those are the, the little mistakes. And we talk about yeah. it a bunch of it's like on um, just another unsung tragedy. That song, we recorded it. And I, cause I had sent Brian scratch guitar tracks where I came in on ands mm-hmm. for a chorus. And I'm like, I have to rewrite the whole chorus. Lyrically, it doesn't fit. It doesn't fit anymore. What yeah. the fuck? What the fuck? And I was like, I wrote better lyrics. Completely different what than what the song is anymore, because it yeah. it's, it it works better. I'm like so like little like 
things like that when you're like microscope down into like seeing everybody's parts. I'm like coming in on an and and a one are so different. Maybe for, for <laughs> yeah. punk. I'm like, yeah. No, for all music. Yeah. It is such I a mean, huge, huge difference. The so like, and or the and, or I mean the and or the end of one or the one. Yeah. Or, yeah. It's totally different vibe. Yeah. And then even just like, I have the um, option or whatever luxury or like, uh, curse of like having Pro Tools and I'm the session I can cut it down to like you know the the thirty second or something like that to like see how on where I I never get that close maybe I'll do the sixteenth of like how on are you <laughs> <laughs> and like I mainly do that for me usually the other guys I'm like oh yeah it's a little bit before or after oh, that's the back beat that's kind of the, the thing yeah they just swung the beat a little mm, but luckily I mean with what the three musicians that I'm working with at the moment, uh, working with, we're not getting money. <laughs> it's Kyle, <laughs> Brian, and Adam in a different iteration. Um, everybody's pretty on top of it. I feel like I'm like the worst musician, which is great. <laughs> of of like the four of us, I'm like, I'm the worst one of us. So I'm like, okay, cool. So I'm always trying to meet that standard. Yeah, uh, I, I mean, think- that's, that's some humility there I but think that i mean would, it's a nice sentiment i think that would be the best idea the best situation to be like i'm the worst one in the band so that way i can always work to be better and so to me i look i'm like yeah how can my performance be on it yeah because i mean you're not if i was like uh if i was a fucking asshole then I'd be like oh I'm the fucking best everybody should be <laughs> right. up to my level come right. at me yeah i'm like no nah, yeah. no we ain't lead, like that we that's like, like that. lead guitarist and lead singer territory right there which i am the <laughs> singer and uh, the guitarist yeah, but no, you're I'm not, not. I'm not. You're the, not I'm not the. Uh, you're, you're not a lead guitarist or a lead singer who only does that thing. I see, Kyle's not here, so Kyle yeah. would be like, mm, "Actually, yeah, Kyle <laughs> they, sings a lot." No, Kyle, I think Kyle yeah. and I are the singers. Yeah, yeah, you guys trade off. And in just in case they don't even give me a mic, I just play bass and shut the <laughs> fuck up. <laughs> I hear you yell and stuff. I think I, I, even get, I don't even have a mic. <laughs> In that band, they just like shut the fuck yeah, up. Yeah, we don't want to hear you. We've <laughs> but, heard enough of you. You had mentioned about like kind of knowing the songs or whatever, so you can know what gear to bring. That's another thing mm-hmm. I wanted to bring up. So, mm-hmm. uh, when you guys were writing for ju- uh, not just in case, that's my band. Uh, for, yeah, when you yeah. were writing for um, Modern Love, that wasn't even a thing. It was just like you were writing songs with like a group of guys. You didn't yeah. really know the band. You didn't really know the songs. And, but you had to kind of bring gear to record with. That's true. Yeah. And now you're working on new stuff now, so you kind of know the songs. So I kind of want to maybe start with the uh, before knowing the guys and knowing the songs and the band or whatever, if it was going to be one. Yeah. Like, what, yeah. How did you determine what gear to bring? Did you? I didn't. Uh, you kinda, I, I just kind of brought what I wanted. Uh, you know. Did, were you trying to be as versatile like, as possible or just like, I want to no. try this out? No, yeah, it was. I was not trying to cover all bases at all. Yeah, it was like kind of like a intention trumps. Yeah, uh, technique, but then inspiration trumps intention. Mm-hmm. You know, it was like I just felt inspired to bring a certain piece of gear or grouping of gear. Yeah, and that's okay. Well, that's what I have to work with. It's like that show Chopped on Food Network yeah. where. They give you a basket of weird ass shit. Yeah. You know? He's fucking like, gingerbread cookies. Right. Figure it gingerbread out. cookies made out of smelt. Yeah. And, uh, you know, and uh, the stinkiest uh, 
cheese, cave yeah. cheese from France or something, <laughs> you know, and and not ginger, you mm-hmm. know, but I don't know. But that's kind of the vibe mm-hmm. I went for. It was like, well, this is what is inspiring me to be brought right now of what I have, what I own. Yeah. It's like, you ever look at a at a handful of gear and something seems brighter than another? Something just... Maybe it talks to you or you just notice it more than another or it just in your vision, you it pops out. That's what I did. Yeah. I, I like you're just saying that I want to be as romantic as you are, but no. Oh, well, that's what <laughs> I basically <it> like <laughs> if I have my guitar, I'm like, I'll figure it out because my guitars. I'm like, yep, they'll stay in tune. Here you go. I got a humbucker that I like. Yeah, and then I can go. Well, I mean, that's the next step of it is that I just trusted that. And then, part you, of it. yeah, and you like you're like, oh, I I know enough about my pedals that I can get my way around yeah. to this or whatever. I mean, you know, and look at what happened. I, uh, what happened with Modern Love is that my pedals are. I cannot play a show ever without a Fuzzrocious Moth, yeah, or a um, uh, Earthquaker Devices Rainbow Machine, yeah. I can't. So you have a couple of rainbow <clears throat> machines. Yeah, yeah, I have two of both of those. <laughs> yeah, I have two moths and I have two rainbow machines because the those presented themselves and I took them to the studio sessions and they ended up on almost every song. Yeah, in one iteration or another, especially one particular song, they're a combo, and there's absolutely zero way that I can play a show so, without yeah, them. Yeah, now. yeah, you, you. I think we said like, yeah, you make that like a crazy synth sound, which yeah. that neither one of those was supposed to be. For gear, I mean, to me, I, I don't know. I play punk, so it's never a problem to just use whatever Kyle uses for bass. Well, that's what I play. Yeah. I mean, just, Modern Love is punk. Pretty much, yeah, I guess. It's but just it's, weird as fuck. It's never going weird. Yeah, you're, so, you guys are pretty straightforward. It's like a compressor, because I like I love, love compressor yeah. on a bass. Yeah. And then uh, a little bit of a drive and a preamp, and then XLR out of that to the front of house, and then I use whatever amp we can get mm-hmm. you know yeah and mainly just for volume nowadays which you know it's like sometimes a detriment because like the classic sounds great yeah <laughs> but we're mainly just using it as just like amplify the sans amp sound right yeah it's funny because modern love we get weird comparisons i think the most recent one i heard was a mix between uh black flag and the voidoids I'm not familiar with the Voidoids. Oh, you should be. Check them out when we're done with this. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, it's kind of, you know, it's like straight ahead sort of punk, mm-hmm. but with like a weird sort of twist on it. Mm-hmm. And we've gotten, we, we've, we've gotten weird comparisons before to like Black Flag, only weirder. <laughs> okay, what does that mean? <laughs> you know, it's straightforward, but it's yeah. also got like a twist of something that you wouldn't expect. And then the cover that we do is, mm-hmm. you know, that, that uh, it's from Silence of the Lambs. And, yeah. Yeah, so but, uh, this, it's definitely an interesting band. We're, we're, we've been, I mean, I, I hang out with uh, Mike the Singer. He helps, uh, I help him with um, some barbecue stuff a couple, a yeah. couple times a month. And we talk about what the next step is because, you know, it's kind of a, well, what do we do? Yeah. When is this stuff going to kick back up? What do we want to do? Do we want to record some more songs and how do we do that? Do we get it? How do we get in the same room? Because the way Modern Love records and writes songs is 
one person brings the bones of the song yeah. and then everybody else fills it in. Mm-hmm. So like there's on the newest effort that we did that who knows whether it'll be a record and come out or not, but there's one of mine on there and a couple of Tim's on there. I, th- I think just mine and Tim's. Yeah. But we, you know, with our respective songs come in with that, the bones, like here's the whole thing written out. Um, now do your part. So we're trying to figure out how do you do that now? Trying to get, you know, where, where, how do we get together as a band? And are you guys, uh, doing like hourly recording or rehearsal? rehearsal studios? Studio. Yeah. I think we're going to do one next week. So it'd be like the day after this episode comes yeah. out. I think we, we have one booked and that'll be only the second one that we've done since February. Yeah. Damn. Yeah, so only twice. Like at, at that point, it's like, yeah, you got to think of like how you're writing. Even like, are you guys opposed to like even writing remotely? I think that Mike and Tim have done some. Uh, I think they've recorded some stuff. Mm-hmm. I think Tim recorded some stuff, and then Mike added some vocals, and and I think that they sent it to me at some point, but I I didn't. I wasn't sure how serious it was, so I I didn't add anything to it. Um, but we do have Damon on board to do drums whenever, yeah. you know, Damon's, Damon's, fuck, he's so good. Yeah. He's awesome. Yeah. And yeah. then, yeah, when did you get to a point and it's like, I don't, I don't know, like, it is a way to do it. We haven't really done it with, um, playing yet of like, you know, throwing song ideas back and forth, like over and using them for, um, cause all three of us at the moment have pro tools. Mm, so we can good. throw Pro Tools sessions back and forth. And so what we've been doing definitely for Just In Case is even, um, you know, Brian and I throw sessions, the same session we have. I'm like, okay, once we record our guitars, him and I both have that. Oh, okay. And then if we're going to add something <coughs> else, we make sure we both have that. Perfect. So that we can mix and change things as we need to. Or if we want, like, oh, I have that idea. Let's base it off of that. Whatever. It's just kind of cool to have that. And whereas like... um. Adam doesn't really record. He had um, a scratch shack that he recorded on like a old school, like 2000s, like boss, a Roland recorder. It's like, nice. I think you were saying like it had like, it has a bell bell. on the one. Bing, bing, And actually that bell on the one sounds really cool. If you could incorporate a bell in, because some of the stuff you sent me had kind of a, when I listened to it, a Jimmy World kind of vibe, Mm -hmm. which was really cool to me. Because uh, I really, I liked that band yeah. up to a certain point. I really loved that band. Uh, but that bell, man, if you could incorporate that bell somehow. Yeah. Very sparingly in the song. Oh, it would sound so good. But, it would sound really good. There's the producer side of me yeah. coming out. <laughs> but it was it was cool. It's like the way that we're recording and the, fa- the fact that I'm like, oh, Kyle's very familiar with recording and stuff like that. And um I'm an asshole because like, you know, uh, him and Brian both have reason so they can maybe throw reason sessions, but I'm like, no. <laughs> only like, Pro Tools. It's like the Bugs Bunny meme. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We're only doing Pro Tools. <laughs> I love Pro Tools. Everybody's like, well, that's, everybody's just bloating it, like the industry standard. I'm like, because it's great. Yeah, it works. It, it is awesome. <laughs> you, you go to most studios, what's there? Pro Tools. Mm-hmm. Well, we actually actually have logic too, but it's on the the this laptop. Like, Shut the fuck up! It's right, right. <laughs> it's in the it's in the computer that's in that dark corner. And I would really there. love to learn logic and stuff like that. But no, Pro Tools is great. What I wanted to ask about you have like, do you have like a constant 
for your gear? No. Like amps wise? Because I know like no. you, even playing gigs, you're just like, whatever. Yeah. You're a trainer, like 50 watt solid state amp. You're doing yeah, the TS50B. The, like the yeah. microtubes, dark glass, which is super fucking well, modern. That's probably, yeah, that's. <laughs> What's crazy because that's so modern and so unlike. But me. you're also using a 300 watt tube amp classic, so none of your amps yeah. are really constant, right? No, and not really. None of your bases are, and then you're also uh, saying no. none of your pedals are. No, no. <laughs> well, I mean, it's, I, I'm a. I like variety. I guess it that's is, great. It's well, it's, it's kind yes, of the pick up the briefcase. Thirty minutes, I'm gone. That's true. Exactly. But also, it's a little bit of a. But uh, uh, sorry, I, I meant to. Sorry to cut you off here, but no, I yeah. meant to say that all. That's with the same band. You Yo, have the same same, same setup, band. and like yeah, you're playing yeah. the same maybe like set of like eight to ten songs, mm-hmm, and you're mm-hmm. pl- you're everything's changing. Nothing is constant. Yeah. I could see Johnny. I'm like, what are you playing today? <laughs> yeah, yeah, <It's> kinda, <laughs> which is really cool. Do you it, like that? You like that? You're just like, hey, I'm gonna make it happen, baby. No, I don't really like it because it's kind of stressful. But I can't help it. And that's what I was about to say is that it's kind of the bane of my existence is that I'm I'm really a variety guy. Yeah. I like- The variety all, hour, yeah. I like different things all the time. So, I mean, there are certain things- that, Here's the thing. I like quality. I always like quality. Yeah. But then, uh, you know, a variety of that quality. <laughs> So, so yeah, I've been using the dark glass head, the Alpha Omega 900. Yeah. I've been using that solid since I bought it. Yeah, that, which is a like- A year ago, maybe? To, to say everything that you'd have is like the the trainer, the Ampe Classic, and yeah. the Alpha Omega dark glass. Nothing, yeah. Nothing bad there. They're all nothing good. Nothing bad to say. No way. losers in that bunch. I think people would probably be a little bit surprised by the TS50B. Yeah. Because, well, first of all, it's only 50 watts. So, yeah. you know, it's kind of more of a studio thing, but... If you're going to mic it and, or do a DI, fuck cares. Yeah, right. That's the um, that's the shellac tone right yeah. there. It's like when I play uh, my terror bass mm-hmm. combo. Everybody's like, what? What? And then all of a sudden it just blows everybody out of the water and they go, oh, yeah, I and get then, it. And then they're I like, what's it. that full sound? I'm like, I'm, the sans amp is on the PA. This is for me. Right. I can feel it on stage for me. And they're like, wow. So you mean you didn't have to break your back bringing that? I'm like, no. Yeah. It looks. And then to be a total. Little, like, little, little squirt on there. <laughs> to be a total like dick about it. You know, a lot of that shit really is in your hands. Mm-hmm. A lot of that shit really is in your fingers. Mm-hmm. How you're playing your, your instrument. So, I mean, if, if you got your, how you're playing your instrument, you got your pedal board down there that you, it or don't. Some mm-hmm. people don't. Uh, you know, you're dialing in uh, the the amp you're bringing is you know could be especially on bass sort of arbitrary because yeah. you're running through the house a lot of the time. Yeah, a lot so. of well, a lot, and especially recording a lot of time they're recording DIs anyways. Yeah, but when I record with Camus, we're we're running DI and we're miking. Yeah, the cab. I mean, you, you you get both. You have that mm-hmm. the backup with the DI. That's what I did with uh, just in case too. I was like, I used the Axe Eight. And then I uh, have the DI just in case we wanted to reamp. And then yeah, nice. we're recording and they're like, yeah, we don't even need to reamp. Like, bass sounds great. Yeah, I'm that's just doing, good. I think I have like a orange 8200 head with like a uh, ML Sound Labs uh, 4, 410 
Ampeg cab. Perfect. With the, uh, the sub kick. Blended. The 200B Mark, mm-hmm. Mark whatever. Yeah. Mark I have, three, I have that yeah. blended in there with compression yeah. gate and the dark glass pedal. What what dark glass pedal? I think it's the microtubes. Oh, perfect. And it's all in fractal, but I'm like, yeah, but it's whatever, modeling that stuff. Enough. I'm like, that sounds great. I'm like, man, I'm I'm digging that. And then I have yeah. the DI. I'm like, we can reamp later. I'm like, I like it. They're like, no, we're good. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's always a nice feeling. <laughs> we're good. No, we Just, got it. <laughs> now nah, we yeah. good, baby. Time for sandwiches. Hell yeah. Anyway, so uh, another quick topic I wanted to mention. So. Mm-hmm. That's a, this is a shitty segue here, but we're going to do it. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, you know, it's, it's uh, you know, after Thanksgiving here, we're in the Christmas spirit. Everybody's doing that nowadays. Yeah. Uh, yeah the holiday season. Oh. <laughs> uh, wanted to do a Christmas colored, uh, holiday colored uh, themed boards here. So mm-hmm. you're, uh, I don't know, you, you do your red, white, green, gold, if you're feeling nasty. They're uh, <laughs> colored boards. You got to... You could do six, I guess. You could do... I'm, I'm just doing three. I, I'm cheating because I got two, three pedal pedal boards. I'm doing white, red, green. But you can do gold, like I said. Yeah, I did I did some gold. I did green... I didn't do white. I did green, red, and then some gold. All right. That's what I did. And I had a massive list that I whittled down, and there's still some dope. Oh, and like, yeah, yeah. I, I, I wanted to say this, too. This is something you would actually want to use. Yeah, yeah. Not I know. just like, <laughs> I found this and they exist. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But see, with oh, me. You had to do the Kyle style. You had some way to fuck me up or whatever. Well, yeah, but, okay, but I would actually use anything crazy out there. Yeah. I would find a way to use it. What if it was shitty? Well, I would still use it. <laughs> I, I love those slam punks. Yeah, those they are good. They suck. I love the uh, the DOD um, uh, the grunge mm-hmm. bass grunge. It sucks. It's awful. <laughs> but I I've used it. So th- these are like the uh, red, white, green, gold pedals. It could be you know an iteration of like maybe gold lettering, something like that. Whatever. Uh, do you want to go first? I got, I got two, like I said. But you got two boards put together. Mine are kind of haphazard here. Okay. How about I'll go. Uh, so I'll go a baseboard for me. I got nice. three pedals because I have been using Kyle's board, but we've been talking in just in case we, you know, have been a three piece. We kind of tried adding a f- fourth member, didn't work out, but we were like, um, Brian and Adam were saying like, oh, is there a way you can maybe like add like a distortion fuzz pedal to like and certain parts to where like, you know, Adam does a lead. You can kind of kick in with a, you know, distortion or whatever. I'm like, yeah, let's, uh, I can make that work. Let me figure nice. something out. So I might have to build my own baseboard instead of using Kyle's. <laughs> so my baseboard, uh, just with the three, uh, you know, you know, Christmas colored boards, getting in the spirit here. I wanted to add some like something a little different. So gonna start with compression because I like bass. Uh, you know, I like it a little compressed. So yes, I uh, sold it, but I really did <laughs> like the MXR bass compressor. I would probably do the. What, min- what color is that? It's white. It's white. I would okay. do the. I would probably do the mini one. Because okay. it's a little bit simplified controls. So still four. It's like a mix. It has the comp and the, you know, whatever controls on there. Um, and then I would do the Daredevil Almighty Bass. Oh, yeah. Of so course. good. Which it's, you it's own. It's green. So I love that. I do want to implement that because that's like. <sighs> now it's a fuzz pedal. You didn't say that, but it's it a is, fuzz pedal. It's a fuzz, but it kind of 
it tips into towards distortion. that like distortion. Well, distortion. no, more like overdrive, right? Kind of, but it like it has a lot of it. It doesn't lose bass to it, right? Right. And then um, this is one that I did research. I haven't played, but I'm like, if I want to add some modulation, get something a little weird in there. Uh oh. Dod bass stereo chorus. One of the older ones. It's o- It's all right. Yeah, it would do the trick for sure. It's red. It's red. So it fits this. This I've board. played one. <laughs> And you you would find a way to use it, but or I could do the meat box. Yeah, you could do the It'd meat be cool box. To just that's like not it. chorus. I know, but it, it could would, it could be note. it's it's, uh, it's it's reddish, right? Yeah, but it's also the brown note. So when like you know he, the you know Adam's going for a solo, mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, blow everybody's Actually, mustaches that's, right that's off a, their that's face. A stand-in. I like the stereo chorus because I do like bass chorus, but I would probably maybe do the meat box too. So I kick on the Almighty Fuzz and Almighty Bass and the mm-hmm. meat box. Would you do the original or the reissue? Probably do the original. Yeah, the reissue is harder to power, but although it might, I mean, ki- the, it, sorry, it, the original is harder to power. It might kill my terror bass. <laughs> it might. So what? What cut? What size is that? Twelve. It's a two by twelve. You're fine. If yeah. it was a 15, it might throw it. It might blow it. Yeah. But a 12 should be fine. And then with the extension cab, I got a 4 by 12. Yeah, you should be fine. But. <laughs> it would blow a 15 or larger. But I'd actually never turn the amp past, like, maybe, I don't know, 9 o'clock, really? So it's like it's like maybe at 1 or 2 on that. Yeah, you'd be fine. I think maybe one like one show where I'm like, we weren't mic'd, and I had to turn it up to, like, maybe one o'clock well okay so the the original has two outputs dry and wet mm-hmm. you can send the wet to the the soundboard yeah just fuck and then up. just make the pa make the whole place shake whereas the reissue i think is a trs out yeah so you'd have to send one signal dry to yourself and one signal wet to the house yeah i'm pretty sure it's t yeah it's trs out yeah, a little too complicated there, me. but yeah. Yeah, yeah, very complicated. But yeah, that, that, that's my first board, the bass board, because I do want to add a little bit more like, you know, fuzz, dirt to my sound. Mm-hmm. For and just, some balls with the yeah, meatballs. For just, just in like, case. <laughs> and just a fill-in, make that like yeah. a three-piece, make it sound a little bit bigger. But yeah. what do you got, Johnny? What's your... Uh, well, I got your... a whole list of things here, and I realized that I didn't put them in order on the pedal board. So... Mine, of course, would be bass because I'm just not a guitar player. As much as I would like to try to be, I'm terrible at guitar. Yeah. Those two extra strings, every time I sit down, they confuse the hell out of me. I'm like, what the fuck are these things? They're not even... Oh, you're here in in my studio and there's nothing but guitar surrounding you. You're like, (gasps) oh, panicking. panicking me. (laughs) But I do see the one jazz bass that's closest to me. Yeah, you're like, oh, we we got it. (laughs) Well, so uh, the meat box is definitely on my list. Uh, I, I do need compression. I don't need it, but I really love having a compressor on a board because it just evens things out and it helps me get, you know, it helps me carve out my path in the midst of everybody else's tones and sound. It really is key for bass. I don't ever, every once in a while, if I'm playing clean guitar, I like compressor. Mm Mm-hmm. But I'm only doing like, you know, arpeggio kind of like picking of chords. But for jazz, like, you know, jazz, for playing my jazz bass, I'm looking at it. Uh, for playing bass, I'm like, I love compression. Yeah, You're right. We talked about it. It really is great. I mean, if if more bass players need to understand the joy and 
in using a and compressor. You're a dynamic player, so it, it's not people like it killed my dynamics. Yeah, no, it <laughs> doesn't. Just just know your instrument. Know you know where to put your fingers and when. Mm-hmm. It, it's great because it keeps you it it keeps you heard. Really, it kind of puts you in that one frequency spectrum and pushes you through and just tell your guitar players to stay the fuck off your frequency spectrum. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, uh, green, and I've never played one, so I can't, I don't know how well, how good it is, but it's a Boss BC-1X compressor. Oh, yeah. It's green. Yeah. And it looked pretty simple, and it's a bass-specific compressor. So, I'm going to take the chance and put that... Right up front on the yeah, board. Yeah, Boss does some good shit. That's when it came out, yeah. like the meters and stuff like that. Yeah, so Boss BC1X comp. Yeah, I heard them talk good about that on uh, Guitar Nerds before they were like, you know, working for Boss. Oh, <laughs> they, they said it, they, Boss? They, oh, okay. they said it was good, yeah. Maybe that got them the gig. Yeah. Uh, and so- So, and hey, it, Boss, hey, we, we like your stuff. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And actually, so uh, they won't be first on the board because I just realized I have- AMT Electronics, Japanese girl, bass wah. Yeah. It's a little guy. It's a mini wah. Yeah. But it's a full-on wah pedal. Yeah, those and were like uh, the wahs before you know Dunlop came into the mix. With the minis. Yeah. Yeah. So I'd put that on before the compressor, because you always want to run your wah before the compressor. Yeah. So that your compressor kind of, you know, either takes those dips and boosts them up or takes those really peaky, nasty, kind of high things yeah, and, and- clamps them down. Yeah, yeah. So that would be, it would be the AMT Electronics Japanese Girl Bass Wah, little mini green guy, into another green Boss BC1X comp. And let's do next, um, let's do the Fuzzrocious Egg Sack. Mm. It's also green. Yeah. And it is, it can be like a, Overdrive or a boost or, or a distortion. Uh, distortion. Yeah. And I have one and they're great. And I really like everything Fuzzrocious does for the most part. I also like Ryan as a person. He's a cool dude. He's a real ass dude. Yeah, real ass dude. <laughs> uh, <laughs> he's funny. He's a freaking psycho. He's a real ass dude. <laughs> That's a Philadelphia based company. Yeah. New Jersey. Sorry, New Jersey. Anyway, all that stuff's right by each other. Um, it's great, dude. Yeah. <laughs> Great doggy, <laughs> and then uh, somewhere in there, we're gonna do also a um, fuzzrocious moth, yeah, the green one. Oh, yeah, there's a couple colors of it, but I have a green one on my board that's a fuzz with a sort of like a tremolo choppy tremolo yeah. in there, and it can get really gnarly. I, I throw a uh, a wingman uh, knob on the hex knob yeah. so that with my foot I can spin it and make it go crazy. Mm-hmm. I'll probably have a video on my Instagram of me doing that. Uh, let's do somewhere in there the original Whammy, the Digitech WH-1 from the 90s. It's red. Yeah. Uh, that's a Tom Morello pedal all the way. Yeah. And well, they have the base one that you have. but Yeah, the, but those yeah. are purple. Yeah, we're just going to go with the red one now. Yeah. Just go with the red. Go with the original. And there are some frequencies that you can't really use. Also, you have to ha- kind of have it on its own, uh, like off on a loop, because it does. it is a tone suck big time. Oh, damn. Okay. Yeah, those originals, they suck tone real bad. Uh, somewhere in there, let's do the Maris Enzo. That's gold. There, ah, there you go. Yeah, you that's get, a synth big, pedal. Yeah. 
and uh, holy shit, everything by Maris. You got the is... gold, the frankincense, and Maris. Oof. <laughs> yeah. Gold, frankincense, and Maris. The, and Maris. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, and that was, I, I had those, that one tied with the original Akai Deep Impact, which yeah. is another um, like synth bass kind of pedal. Mm-hmm. Uh, the guy, Chris Wilsonholm, the bass player from Muse, really loves or used that one. So that shot the price on those way up for a while. They're mm-hmm. back down to human levels, like 700 bucks each. <laughs> <laughs> but that's down from like 1200 Uh And that's like a $100 pedal originally that they yeah. couldn't sell at Guitar oh, Center. Jesus. Yeah. Uh, a couple mentions in here. We'll do the DLD meat box. Original or reissue, it's red uh, for that brown note. Uh, Earthquaker Devices, Hummingbird. Oh, perfect. It's green. Yeah, that is awesome on bass. I love V3. that. V3. So V3 has all the bells and whistles, or maybe it's V4 that has all the bells and whistles. It has the soft switch. It's the one that Kyle has, yeah. Yeah. Soft switch, three different speeds, and, and it's got a um, expression jack. Yeah. So, I mean, what more could you want from a square wave choppy yeah, tremolo that's a, pedal? Yeah, that's a fun one to like just like kick on like yeah. the momentary shit. Oh, it's so good. Especially with the soft switch, because you can just mm-hmm. do it momentary. Yeah. Just put your foot it, on it, it and like, yeah, take it, it off. It's, it's fucking awesome. Yeah. A uh, couple more. Cooper FX Moment Machine. Yeah. I have one, but I haven't explored it too much. It's like a pitch machine. Mm-hmm. It's gnarly. Yeah. It's It's got this little window to program all your stuff into, and it's just, it's a little beyond me still, but uh, I want to put it on my board, my red and green board, just so that maybe it would force me to use it. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> uh, I totally missed this one. I I missed a couple. Three, right? Two of them are absolutely iconic. The Line 6 DL4. Yeah. Dude, that thing is one of the greatest. I do actually have that on my guitar uh, board. On yours. It's one of the greatest delay pedals ever made. They all sound great. Like a lot of those like delays, I'm like, they did it right. Which yeah. I'm like people are like pissed of how good that sounds. <laughs> It's still so good. Twenty nah, something years later, on it. they're just kind of like, "Damn, that thing sounds great." Yeah, and and if I had it, I would have one with all of the mods that people do to them out there. Mm-hmm. The the set the the second switch up top to make yeah. it so that you have two presets in each. Mm-hmm. I'd have the expression mod. I'd have the soft switches. I I'd have you know I'd have like a five hundred dollar one hundred dollar pedal. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then, of course, I would be having my uh, Digitech PDS twenty twenty, the multiplay. Oh, you know yeah, that yeah, one? yeah, yeah, yeah. It's the it's the, got the two switches. It'll catch. You can catch a loop, and it'll arpeggiate the loop. Yeah, it's red, so mm-hmm. that's perfect. Oh man, I love those. That things. one's a fun one. I think Kyle's borrowing both of mine right now. Yeah, they're they're at the jerk lounge. Yeah, Ed, that one's so fun. And then I know you guys aren't partial to them, but I have one, and I love it. I just can't bring myself to take it out of the house and use it uh is the is a sovtech uh green big muff fuss oh yeah that's it's gnarly you know especially on bass if you can find first of all if you can find one that have the good components in it because they were all made differently so some of them really sound terrible and the some one of them that really says sound like great. output or yeah, whatever oh input o u input how input <laughs> Output, input. Yeah. and that's actually like, the output. Yeah, <laughs> like when you actually look at it, I'm like, what the fuck? Mm-hmm. 
So I I plugged that in the other day and it still sounds yeah we when we so gnarly we played it like hella loud at uh, our old practice spot back in the day yeah you know, on the you know eight eight ten mm-hmm. sounds great it's actually really cool it's like if you could make that work and if you got you know space for it sounds fucking sick but yeah. then you gotta like buy one and you're like okay <laughs> and you're looking at like. 200 to 300 dollars depending yeah. on its condition that's just you can't find them for any cheaper than that anymore because they they stopped being available in the 90s mm-hmm. right that's that's it was a short window I'm, yeah I and don't then know they the reissued them in the smaller form factor mm. are they good i guess but this is i have one that's the actual russian the, the actual legit one yeah, yeah yeah with with the fucked up like Output yeah. put or whatever. Output put because it was yeah. a yeah a translation error. <laughs> yeah, or they just fuck yeah lettering and stuff like that. Yeah, hell yeah. <laughs> well, I got I, I got a quick guitar one, which yeah. actually is uh the same DL four line six for the delay, the green delay. So good. I would love to have that. Yeah. Uh, with two more pedals, I was just gonna like super boring. That's why I'm like I had two boring ones, but I'm like I would do uh uh Keeley the red dirt OD, which is like. A modded tube screamer. Okay. That with the delay. And mm-hmm. then reverb. I gotta have reverb. Yeah. I'm gonna go with a boring ass reverb. Hall of Fame? No, I'm gonna go with a white one because I had to have white. Oh, okay. The red dirt is red. Mm-hmm. Green DL4. I'm gonna go with a uh, JHS spring tank. Spring yeah. reverb. Yeah. Yeah. Super boring. But I'm like, I heard those are great. They like, people are like, you know, you have like a, like a, a reverb, but like, yep, that's good. Yeah. And then they just like, yep, we're done. They, that's a it's, thing. it's not great it's not the best one but it's like yeah that's good solid pedals are worth their weight in gold and though, that's to me I'm like, with my reverbs I'm like I'm like boring ass my subtle ass reverbs that's that, that's the way to go who wants to get crazy on a reverb anyway uh, oh well, well lots of people lots Kyle, of people yeah a lot of people I don't well I play bass m- primarily so reverb just isn't really a thing for me mm-hmm. yeah because reverb is really hard to do and pull off on guitar bass. synth. That's reverb. That's your, yeah. that's your that's your wheelhouse there. Yep. And vocals maybe, but yeah, yeah, but that. not live. Because <laughs> if you try and do live reverb, it gets all. You just want like a if you, you, it's just a little bit of reverb live for vocals. Yeah, right. And then, um, but yeah, that that was kind of it. Oh, like, to me, I'm like, oh man, that would be super sick. I could totally gig with that. Either one of those uh, boards that I have, and for you, be like that would be a smorgasbord of a Xmas uh, Christmas pedal pedal boards. So, um, oh, I also have to say about those ones I listed. They're very. There's only like maybe two on that list that I don't already own. So I was trying to be a little bit like uh, uh, kicking uh, yourself in the pants. Like well, I should economical make these. <laughs> about yeah. could I build this board now? <laughs> yeah, I can make it happen. Yeah, I don't have the boss compressor and i don't have the japanese girl wah but i think i own everything else on that mm-hmm. list yeah everything else is like i mean both of those are pretty new easy to get yeah but yeah that's good all right so let's get on out of here yeah uh johnny thank you so much for uh filling in for you know the k-man yeah no problem we got the j-man over here <laughs> the k-man to the j-man so uh Kyle, going backwards we, in the alphabet yeah, we, we miss you and then um so there's the uh outro here uh, like a, oh yeah, bearing the lead here. I I don't have the the <laughs> list. <laughs> so, but you know, hey, just thanks so much for tuning into the Tone Jerks podcast. If you like what you hear, you can uh, follow along on social media. We have a, a Facebook group. You know, just search the Tone Jerks and you'll find it. And then if you 
want to follow us on Instagram. We're posting cool shit on the reg over there. I'm doing my little photography over there. You know, we're doing polls, we're doing stories, all that cool shit at the Tone Jerks. And then if you really like what you hear, you can help support the show on Patreon for as little as $1 a month. But for, you know, two bucks a month, you get an extra episode bucks, every dude. week. And just, you know, for uh, supporting the show, we're going to give you a huge shout out. And uh, I don't have a list. <laughs> <laughs> so we're going to see what we do Dang. here. I'm either going to just... I wanted to read the list I'm like Kyle does. I'm going to copy and paste the list that Kyle... <laughs> I might just copy and paste... Oh, that would be really funny. Kyle's read. <laughs> <laughs> Especially with the random banter, right? Yeah. Because there's always random banter I'll in there. I'll see if I could just cut out my random banter, but it's bad edits. And so you, like, you hear Kyle like, hey. Yeah. Or, what he gets for not being here. Yeah. Or, you know, <laughs> you know what? I, yeah, I think that's what I'm going to do. Yeah, nice. <laughs> so, Johnny, thanks so much for you know, no stopping problem. by. Uh, Johnny's on the page. We got some hot shit over there. And then, uh, yeah, we will see you next week. We love you. Bye-bye. Bye. Okay, so we made a call uh, you know, for, for, the, for the, <laughs> the outro of the episode. Yeah. Uh, we we got to do this page read, the, the, the list yeah. of names. I didn't want to, like, copy and paste, you know, from a previous episode, like I said I was going to do. But, you know, this is more genuine, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, so you're going to bug me while I'm on my vacation. It's cool. Yeah, yeah, we, I got Kyle, cool. on, Kyle on the line here. Kyle. Undisclosed uh, location. <laughs> yeah, he's got he's got a list of names over there. Are you gonna read them to me? Yeah, I got them. Well, you got, yeah, you got, right got, got them on your phone. I actually. took a picture. Of, yes. All right. So, <laughs> so we'll have to read this. Yeah, while I talking to it. Yeah, so gotta, we'll gotta, see how it goes. Yeah. <laughs> but right. like, you, you got those Raycons, right? Yeah. Get the the promo code. What Tim Dillon or whatever. <laughs> yeah. Every anyone. <laughs> Come town or whatever the fuck it is. I think I did uh, my buddy Donut Operator. I oh, there I go. you go. He's a YouTube guy, but he's a smaller, you know, smaller YouTuber. Yeah, use a, was promo code Donut, Donut Op or whatever. Yeah, I think it's something like that. Anyways. Um, so we Kyle, should get on that. Yeah, you yeah, know. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we should, you know, hey. We, you know we what? Why don't you work on that? You know? We what have you been any, doing? We don't run any ads, but we like read names for 45 minutes. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> so it's just good. We just read Raycon's name. So, oh, yeah, damn. so, uh, yeah. Uh, thank you so much for, uh, supporting on Patreon. We got a list of names. Uh, Kyle, you're going to give it to me. Bye. Yeah. We got, uh, <laughs> Andrew Walsh from Andrew's Alcove. Adam Roar from the Let Him Hear podcast. Doug King. Doug Christ from 37 Effects. Abe Newman. I think um, I'm cutting in McFly. I think he's running his um, Black Friday sale. I think yeah, was that end? Um, I think it's until you know? the end of this current week. So what? when uh, Did- this episode drops uh, on Tuesday the first, I think it goes until the fourth. I yeah, know, I'm sure you could uh, sweet talk Doug and you know. You know, flash your eyelashes a little bit. I'm like, hey, please, can you give me a little bit of deal here? 75 bucks. Put, put your elbows together kind of thing. Yeah. All right. <laughs> uh, Abe Newman. Michael Newman. Nicholas Ogburn. Nicholas Payson. Uh, Colin Smith. D- uh, we, we, yeah, with Colin Smith. I don't, I, I didn't give him a shout out. Yeah. He, uh, his band, Mr. Specific, they did a uh, live stream 
Yeah. Uh, a couple weeks ago, and I've just been picking at him, picking his brain on how they did it, because it looked fucking sick, sounded fucking sick. So, and the, th- the cool thing about live streams is they're, like, archived, so you can check them out. So check out his band, Mr. Specific, so, because he's, he's a It's fucking, on their Facebook, right? Mm-hmm. He's a fucking dog, you know what I'm saying? He's one of the dogs. Uh, <laughs> Jason Fuzzmonger. Joe from Like My Pedals and Will from the Just Surprise Me podcast. Rom Yorn, Jamie Davis, Johnny Ray, Steve Mike. I, what? Hope, you're, I hope you're not uh, driving while you're reading. These. No, no. <laughs> you're just not even paying attention to the road. I'd be in a ditch. Yeah, I have my. <laughs> I'm in a ditch, bitch. Oh, yeah, I rolled that a while ago. I already rolled. Yeah. I got autopilot I'm, on. Don't worry. I'm waiting for emergency <laughs> services to arrive. OnStar already called. We're good. So it, the got, the, the I, car's on fire. Don't can, worry about it. I can it. finish the list. <laughs> Carrie's, watching, <laughs> Carrie's watching over the car. She's you know, strapped yeah. in there. <laughs> no, I'm, they're using the jaws of life. It's pretty loud. <laughs> I'm, uh, doing my best for, I'm doing my best for sound. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, could you shut the hell up? <laughs> uh steve rao from 60 cycle hum kevin he quits from he quits guitars co schneider from the flip and flippers podcast alvaro Viermontes, brian from nutter guitars mel chipson of chipson guitars <laughs> sean fahey sean arbo from gun street wiring shop sean wright from lollygagger effects juan ortiz from tone hungry effects Mike Oxbig. <laughs> Hugh Rection. Oh, I'm supposed to break it up, huh? Hugh Rection. You're with your, like, your family during Thanksgiving. <laughs> yeah. like, what the hell? Are you I'm, I'm, I'm reading right at the table right now. <laughs> You're slicing the bird there. <laughs> <laughs> reading these names. Everyone's just staring. I, I give thanks no. to huge erection. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> give give thanks to Hugh yeah. and his <laughs> his brother Mike. Yeah, um, <laughs> they're cousins actually. They're brothers in arms. Um, yeah, <laughs> in vascular arms. All right. Uh, <laughs> the vascular. Uh, <laughs> uh, Zach, got a helping hand over Zach there. Hale. <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> Zach Hale, Eric Merrow from YouTube, Scott Hamilton from the Effects Loop Podcast, Tim Nowick from Bardic Audio Devices, and Jonathan Jeruzik from 12th Hour Devices. All right. That's cool. the list. Well, you know, uh, thank you, everybody. And thanks again to Johnny Ray for uh, filling in for Kyle. And then uh, thanks uh, for Kyle for phoning in to get those names on. Yeah, so I'm, now I'm filling in for John. So <laughs> it's like, what the hell did we do this for? Anyway? Uh, I don't know. I'm like... <laughs> 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 All right, we'll see you next week. We love you. Bye-bye. Bye.